Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. News, notes, and nuggets. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi electric elite contractor. Now, our Blues Insider from The Athletic on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. How are you? Happy hump day, Randy. Hey, thank you. <laughs> you know, I, I am so excited. I thought there were two days left in this work week, and now that I know there's only one, I'm a really happy camper. Better, huh? yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and hey, when Bernie Federico has to correct you, I don't know that he knows what day it is. That's funny. Jeremy, you just have an article. You just had an article that just came out on The Athletic uh, talking about the NHL Edge, which was unveiled by the league earlier this week, and it's interesting because it's a sophisticated puck and player tracking technology, and it specifically also gives you some advanced statistics, including ozone and D-zone times, which is something that I think people are looking at with the Blues in these first few games. Is there anything alarming that you've noticed with NHL Edge and some of the things you're seeing with the Blues? Yeah, definitely, Brooke. And this uh, this is something that the NHL has been working on for years and years. I did a story a couple of years ago for The Athletic about them putting these sensors into the sweaters, also into the puck. And that's how this technology is tracked for people who are kind of catching up on what NHL edge is. They want to monitor these stats and be able to provide them to the fans. And so for years, I get a kick out of this because for years I've wanted to write, what's the Blues ozone time? What's their D zone time? And you never knew what it is. I've actually gone back to video with a stopwatch and as soon as they cross the blue line, okay, start, you know, hit start, hit stop, and try to come up with their ozone time. But now the league's providing that. It'll get more sophisticated. But, Brooke, what it, uh, the initial stats that they produced this week, I looked at them yesterday at the NHL.com website, and it shows, in fact, what we've all seen the first five games with the Blues uh, games, that they have not been in the ozone a lot. In fact, they've been in the offensive zone about 35% of the time that they have the puck, which is dead last in the league. Uh, Conversely, they've been in their own defensive zone about 45% of the time, which is third worst in the league. So nothing that should surprise anybody who's been watching the games, but you have confirmation here with this stat package. JR, how do they fix that? Because obviously you can't score if you're not in the offensive zone. So how do they fix that? Well, Kerry, I think, you know, we all know what kind of system they're playing now, and we do know that the Blues are going to be okay with teams handling the puck in their zone as long as they protect the middle. We've been talking about that for three weeks now. But but the thing is, I talked to Robert Thomas the other day, and you guys had him on as well. Uh, they, they need to be more aggressive in certain spots. So the way this system works is that if there's a loose puck or there's an opportunity to kind of pounce on something, they've got to do that. They can't constantly be on their heels, even though that's what they're kind of set up to do is block shots. And the other thing is 
we saw it on that four-on-four goal the other night that uh, that was scored against the Blues in Winnipeg that gave uh, the Jets the 3-1 lead, is Nick Letty had a chance to clear the puck. If you've got a chance to clear the puck, and I realize it doesn't happen all the time, it has to get done. That's why Craig Bruby was so upset with that goal. The Blues got back in the game later, uh, but it was just a, a tough goal to give up. So uh, the thing is, to me, in this system, be aggressive when you can be, and if you have an easy play to make, make it. JR, in terms of individuals and their ability to hang on to the puck and maintain that offensive zone time, did anybody surprise or disappoint you with either how effective they were despite the Blues' struggles with offensive zone possession time or uh, the, the inability to maintain puck possession in the offensive zone? Yeah, we get so spoiled watching uh, David Perron, right? All those years, he's able to hold the puck in the offensive zone, uh, kind of protect it, shield the puck. Uh, Pat Maroon was good at that. You had that third line in 2019 that did such a good job. I just think the Blues on a whole, Randy, haven't done a good job in the offensive zone. And you can point to the top guys. like You can point to Thomas and Cairo. They should be uh, better at kind of hanging on to that thing. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that Craig Bruby mentioned yesterday, and, and I agree with him, is they're not getting enough separation. So, Get the puck into the offensive zone, whether it be the forecheck or the rush. You know, take the puck down low. Get the puck back to the D where you have that separation between the forward down low and the defenseman up high. Then you get their defense chasing a little bit. And Craig Bruby even mentioned, go D to D. Move it quick. Get that defense, you know, trying to chase you. Uh, The Blues haven't done that. When they get down there, as they've said a bunch, it's one and done, which means take a shot. Goalie kicks out the rebound, defense clears it, and it's going back the other way. Or if the Blues do get uh, somewhat established in the offensive zone, Randy, they're making a bad pass. You know, Craig said the other day the passing has been atrocious. So uh, to me, that's where the problem lies. Well, and it looks like coming out of practice yesterday that Craig Berube is trying to switch some things around, making some changes to the Blues lineup, which I know that it will happen throughout the entire season. But especially after what you saw in that loss to Winnipeg, it looks like he's changing up the bottom two forward lines and the bottom defensive pair. And even you had Scott Prunovich with Tyler Tucker. What do you think of those changes and what he's looking for there? Yeah, a couple things here. So I think they have to make changes. I mean, two, three games, okay, the offense isn't clicking. Once you get to five, six games, I think if things aren't clicking, you got to make some changes. Now, now you're making changes to your bottom six, so I don't know that you can expect this to all of a sudden ignite uh, you know, a five-goal game here. Uh, but he's making some changes. It looks like he'll have neighbors who played really well. I thought he was one of the Blues' best players against Winnipeg on that third line. It uh, looks like uh, uh, Torpchenko will be on that line as well. Again, very deserving. One of the Blues' best players the other night with Hayes in the middle. And then on the fourth line, uh, Vrana and Blay will be with Sunquist. it appears. Um, and with Vrana, this one's a little bit puzzling to me. Like, I don't think he deserves to be higher in the lineup or he's playing well or anything like that. But if anybody would have said that Jacob Vrana would have been on your fourth line with Blay and Sunquist, I think you would have scratched your head. So uh, he didn't play much the other night. Not a lot of even strength ice time. He did have that penalty that was costly when the Blues are on the power play. It looked a little incidental to me, uh, but uh, you know maybe more than meets the eye on that penalty, uh, but not up to snuff, and so it looks like he's been pushed down. And then as far as the defense, I just think it's time. It's not that anybody's playing poorly, uh, especially you know in that in that bottom pair, but I think that uh, you got to get Robert Bortuzzo in there, I think, at some point, and even Scott Pernovich will probably see at least Bortuzzo tonight, if not both of them, as uh, as as Craig Bruby looks to make a change. Jared, what are your thoughts on Kevin Hayes so far this season? Yeah, to me, he hasn't done much. Um, yeah, I think in the preseason, 
I think that that line with Sammy Blay and Verana looked pretty good. You know, we're talking about puck possession here and offensive zone time. That line carry had the best ozone time, I think, of any line in the exhibition games. And, you know, not that they were scoring a ton, but they were keeping it in there and, and starting to create some chances. Uh, you know, I think when Hayes came to St. Louis, you know, even the national media, they were saying, okay, you know, at a discount price, this guy's not a bad pickup. Uh, but to me, there just hasn't been anything that's caught my eye in terms of, okay, now he's the style that they're looking for. He's the guy who can solidify that third line. He's the guy who can make players better uh, around him. I just haven't seen that yet. JR, as always, great work. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it, and have a great Thursday. Sounds good. <laughs> you got it right. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yes, a lot of good Thanks, guys, Jeremy. Talk to you later. See Bye. you. Blues insider Jeremy Rutherford from The Athletic on 101 ESPN.